I mean, it's hot at the same time because I get everybody advice. I ask and ain't like I'm selfish like that, but it's straight me. You know what I'm saying? It's straight me. If you don't like it, then you just don't like me as an artist. You know what I mean? We ain't feeling it. You don't like it. So we here. Cam and Dipset became a revolution. After SDE, he requested a release from Sony and joined Rockefeller Records, which was run by Cam's childhood friend Dane Dash, alongside a rapper named Jay-Z. Records that were on the streets became records that were on the billboards and the streets. Oh Boy, featuring Jewels, rose to four on the Billboard Top 100. It was everywhere, led by a Just Blaze sample. Dipset was audaciously weird, with their 9-11 puns and outfits that looked hilarious, but soon everyone was emulating it. Without Dipset, there is no ASAP mob, for example. Cam has become a Harlem's native and a New York sample. His voice is on subways. He goes to podcasts to tell hip-hop stories like we order coffee. But it was SDE that started that lingo, that drive, that passion. It was SDE that he made his bones on to become the killer that Harlem called its own. Yo, mic check. Welcome to the uh, Hip Hop History Podcast. I got my man, Gang PTP here. Yo. My brother, my kin. Um, this, is a, this is a man who means a lot to me, you know, um, both real hip hop fans and and both real music heads, and so we bonded over over music and many other things. So uh, just we love to have my brother in the studio. Uh, we're talking about Cameron's SDE Sports Drugs Entertainment, Cameron's second studio album. Yes. Um, so let's get right into it. What about this album did you want to bring here with you? <laughs> Damn. <laughs> um, the album is well. It's the last of the un the un era, you know what I mean? The uh, undias era, and it's the last of the stocky cam era. It's the you know it goes confessions of fire and then SDE right, and then he kind of plays it cool for a second and then pops up again with rock with the weight loss and all that right. Um, this album is sort of like the if you heard confessions of fire and you heard what he was trying to do with that as far as building this sort of absurd world like this bubble this outgrowth of harlem street history and then really kind of get abstract with it dealing with different themes and really playing and leaning hard into certain like concept songs he i think he refined that a bit more pulled some things back and then kind of leaned extra harder into other things on sde um i hear a lot of i think sde is an angry album i think sde is a stressed album um it's a problematic album you know and we can get into all the details regarding that but i think just from the jump from him from him taking fuck you from confessions of fire which is an interlude on confessions of fire i believe mace was on that even um and putting that as the intro just to start off the album and just saying all right we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna 
this is the tone set right here. And going from fuck you, <clears throat> minute and what a minute and a half of that, into uh, into that's me. Just the intro of that that's me alone sounds like your. It sounds like he's opening up a door into some sort of, um, like you know you're gonna hear you know you know you're about to enter into like a downpouring. You know, it's it's more than just a vent, but I mean, basically, like on the intro, he's pretty obviously addressing his his, his sort of grievances with the with the industry and how he's been treated. You know, I'm not about I'm not about to sit around on some Mr. Magoo, blah blah blah. You know, watch people take my money, basically. And we hear that a lot of rappers. You know what I mean? Yes. Um, you know, and and. It, it, it's a big topic that's going on right now with Black Rob's death about how the industry has kind of fucked over a lot of artists and stuff like that. So it was interesting to see Cameron talking about that in 1999. This is Cameron we're talking about, not like a, you know, a little soldier. You know, Cameron's one of the most famous rappers mm. in New York history. You know? mm -hmm. So yeah, mm -hmm. truth, truth. I think back then he was he was one of the cats who was around for a, a lot of it when he was still kind of in the trenches for a lot of it. Whether you know, I think he he was. Like he was one of those cats that around that time he was like Mace's little homie too though right? Sort of. Um, around that time he wasn't Dip Mr. Dipset. Yeah, he wasn't Mr. Pink Purple whatever. Nah, he was. I think this album is the first time you hear you really hear the Dipset name being kind of brandished. Uh, Cam was Cam like Cam was around for a lot and wasn't sort of being celebrated as you know he wasn't being celebrated he wasn't like you know this big dude at that moment but he had he had hits he had 357 he had um the other joint puerto rican judo what's the joint called with uh with mace on it um off of confessions um, um uh, Horse and Garage. Yeah, Horse and Garage. Yeah, yeah, the yeah, remix yeah. with Pun and, and, and I think Charlie Ball. He also had Feels Good with Usher, too. Feels Good, right, with yeah, Usher. Yeah, yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, yeah, I mean, he had, he had little hits. He had Pull It with DMX, which I believe was supposed to be on Confessions, if not this album. But I think Confessions. Um, so he had, like, tunnel – he had, like, quote-unquote tunnel bangers or, like, tunnel recognition. And also around this time, he was doing – you know, he was on Band from TV already, I believe. I think Band from TV was 98. Nori Noriega, um, he was on you know Fantastic Four, Clue, a bunch of freestyles that he was known for already. You know what I'm yeah. saying? So he was up in the streets, and he had these little spatterings on the charts and whatnot. But as far as like, yeah, he just he, I think he felt frustrated. I think he felt like certain things were pulling him back from from achieving the so-called success that he was going after. Mm -hmm. So. Um, you hear that in the very beginning of the album, but then it quickly shifts into a different sort of rage or whatever. Or maybe it's the rage, but it, basically, like, if you hear that's if you listen to That's Me, you hear some of the most horrific shit that he, like, I wouldn't, I don't, certain things I don't want to hear. I never wanted to hear. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? There's a certain line in there where I'm just like, whoa. I mean, we, uh, we always text each other struggle, struggle bars and rappers. I'm like, yeah, this is nasty. <laughs> yeah. I mean, this is like, this is a level of like uh, a vile that, 
you know, um, you don't, you don't, you don't see coming yeah. at that point, and you're like, whoa, yeah. You expect that camera's from, not camera's not Eminem, <laughs> exactly right. You expect that from like Eminem. You expect yeah. that from you know um, certain people who who really lean into like the horrorcore mm-hmm. kind of thing. Um, but with Cam, but Cam, see, like that's the thing though. Cam kind of comes from that lineage. Well, Cam has has relation to that that lineage because you know. He comes from a certain era where concept raps and sort of that really extreme sort of imagery and world building in that re- regard was was a part of your skill set. I mean, even Big did it. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, not to not to bad slugs through your Nautica, right? Yeah, right. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, Prodigy. You know what I'm saying? Stab your brain with your nose bone, mm-hmm. et cetera, et cetera. Like, you know, people really elevating the language through imagery or elevating yeah. imagery through language and just and and also narrative through those extreme images. I think images. if you look like kind of where it evolved, right? It kind of started a little bit with Kooji rap, I think, cuz if you have mm, if, you, if you look at the 80s, right? It's like, you know, if you listen to it, it, it ain't no joke for example, or mm-hmm. I ain't no joke rather. It's obviously a great rap song, you know, Rakim's a great rapper, but it doesn't have the type of uh, vulgarity, uh, detailed vulgarity and violence that, you know, started with Mafioso rap, right? And then, uh, you know, Wu, um, you know, Ray and Ghost uh, first did it, and then you got Illmatic, then you got even even someone like Jay, you know what I mean? And then all the way to Cam now. So it's like, it's, when you talk about he's from that era, yeah, he is. I mean, it's, it's part of a progression kind of, you know? Well, yeah, that and, I mean, specifically with, with G-Rap or Rakim, like, if you want to really take it there, like Ra, Ra got, Ra's a different type of, different pocket, different yeah. realm, um, and master of that realm. Like Ra's is is beyond, us. Ra's is is rap. Yeah. In a in in just sort of like a short, just easy definition right there. Boom. Um, but Ra also leaned into the into that sort of extremity, image painting extreme. <clears throat> excuse me. Those spicy noodles are hitting, <laughs> um, like the extreme image painting in uh, on the Punisher on mm-hmm. um, the let um, his '92 album. Uh, was it let the no not the let the rhythm in him. Um, Don't sweat the technique. Mm. Um, Casualties of war, where he's addressing sort of like the socio political um, climate and um, you know really the hypocrisy of war but he's he's getting very visual with it i mean then that, that goes you can trace that back to like the ghetto boys g-rap mm-hmm. as as you said you know yeah, bushwick bill is, Bush is you know maybe scarface scarface yeah they're, they're both maybe the original horrorcore rappers right d6 right. mafia you know what i mean yeah right 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 triple yeah. when they were triple six mafia yeah. and so on and so forth i mean you know beyond beyond going aside from going back to like doing like a hardcore um lineage history or whatever like big l Devil's Son. Mm-hmm. His first song is The Devil's Son. And Harlem, Big L's from Harlem, too. So Big that's L, like, you know, that came on being from Harlem. That's like, you know. Well, Big L, Mace, Cam. Back when murder, back when Mace was Murder Mace, back mm-hmm. when Cam was Killer Cam and Bloodshed, Cam's cousin, who you hear celebrated on those first two albums because he had he had passed in a, in a car accident. Um, and you can tell very much that on SDE, Cam is still not still dealing with that pain you know that loss um as well as mcgruff and um six figure was their 
producer. But those members, those people I just mentioned, were in a crew called Children of the Corn. And that was some early to mid-90s collective that I believe Big L um, had assembled mm. of just like the illest cats that he knew, basically. And if you hear those demos, too, like you could you could not only it, not only is it a timestamp of of that era, but you can see more of what we're talking about here. You could see the formative like you could see that Cam was special as well. You could see that Mace was special as well. Mace is saying Mace is doing that that thing that you see so clearly on the DMX track. Yeah. And it's done started something. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Where it's just like this cat is crazy. Yeah. But Cam and Big L sort of ran together. Big L on Lifestyles of the Poor and Dangerous, his first album, after having a first 12-inch called The Devil's Son in 92, I believe, and, you know, or 92, 93, you know, come 94, he drops his album, and there's tracks called, like, The Graveyard. There's tracks, there's, like, he was known, he kind of came out as, as like, a, the new breed of horrorcore, or, like, kind of like the king of horrorcore rap. Before that was kind of, like, the shock and mm. before that became like a juggalo thing yeah you know what i mean like a weird middle america thing or whatever yeah. um right it was before like, it became like shock value yeah, yeah, yeah before yeah. it became a meme or whatever yeah. you know what i'm saying um anyway i'm saying all this to say like cam comes from that in in certain regards so it's not surprising that he's doing things that he that he was doing things on confessions or on on sde that he like like songs like um, come kill me. You, even that's me. Um, violence. Basically, the first half of SDE to me, and I've always noticed. I've always felt this way. Um, yeah, it's kind of up until like Freak. It's kind of yeah. It's, it's kind of up until that where it's, it's heavy it's and heavy violence, violence yeah. and and like you know, um, what's the word like? It's sinister. It's angry. It's yeah. it's it's stressed out, and that there's a there's something like there's something that's that it's, makes sense it, in the sequencing. The, it's rotten New York, right? It's the rotten apple kind of right. It's the urban. It's, it's the but it's more than that though. It's like an extreme version of all of that. Like right. it's like Cam. I feel like Cam was smart. Like I feel like Cam is operating at at a certain degree where. He he realizes like he knows he has all these things in his wheelhouse, so he doesn't really have to think about them. So it might not have been like planned out, like oh, I'm going to do this thing, but he just has it within him to be able to sort of in weave this narrative that's this extreme version of the mentality of of perhaps he and his his kin on the block mm-hmm. in Harlem. And also another part of that mentality is like there there is a as I'll say the word again like a vileness in regard to women, right? You know what I mean? Like there is um, throughout the album you hear women being, you know, there's no trust in women. There's no. And I think it goes deeper than just the regular massaging that we hear in hip hop. It definitely, I think, goes a little bit deeper in this album. It's like a th- yeah. like this album to me is like a therapy, like a call, a cry for therapy, mm-hmm. but also like, like um, he's like looks like he's in a session. Yeah, he's yeah, in yeah. a psychiatrist session, kind of. The almost. hood is open, yeah. like mm-hmm. the hood is up on on the on the on the vehicle. Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah. And I think, too, what's interesting about Cameron's career is you, on uh, Come Home With Me, the next album, you don't really see a lot of that, right? You have the mm-hmm. old boys. You have to Come Home With Me. You have, you know, songs like Welcome to New York City. You have songs that they have anthemic type of songs, whereas mm-hmm. here you kind of have a lot of, like, id. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? You have a lot of stuff that uh, is coming out of his brain that maybe is, like, the darker side of your imagination and okay. so it's very yeah i think i think it's very interesting kind of that's kind of been lost that kind of got lost afterwards mm-hmm. after when he got when he signed with rockefeller so it's, this is the last of cam being that type of horror chord style rapper i think too yeah yeah i mean definitely that that extreme conceptual thematic rapper mm-hmm. um you see bits and you bit you see like little spurts of it and that's kind of like as a long time cam um fan or whatever like yeah. i've i've uh I get giddy at, at seeing him still like do like a losing weight part three or like, you know, these more like internal kind of like narratives or like, mm-hmm. as you say, like id, id led narratives versus the ego kind of flashiness, you know, like Purple Haze is a lot of ego, you know what I mean? Come home with me there. I mean, there's, you know, there's, there's certain points, there's certain like little moments. I think Cam has a, has, um, has a skill at, at, without nodding to it at just unloading duality mm-hmm. yeah he's you know an all he is an all-around mc Cameron really is yeah i mean he, any he the type of flows that he had to are only sound mm-hmm. like him mm-hmm. and you kind of see that on uh the first i think the first song i i saw that at was why no on this album oh wow just yeah, like the type yeah, yeah. of like double time you know what i mean you know what i mean and mm-hmm. then it kind of he kind of has that a lot going on in his career as well just the type of slang that he uses with it in that one pocket it kind of feels like he's rapping in a straight line mm. <laughs> you know what i mean you know a lot of rappers they sound a little bit more uh they sound a little bit more athletic and all over the place cameron kind of it's interesting cameron kind of raps in a straight line it's mm. it's when it's like when you hear it it's it, it and it's revolutionary kind of you know what i mean because mm. you know not a lot of rappers are able to find a pocket like that that sound something that's really direct but also mm-hmm. sounds something that's very wavy at the same time you right. know what i mean and he and cameron was able to cam was able to do that i think facts i mean i think i think there's there's something to be said about cam's how cam's flow has changed since kind of like there's there's stocky cam that's why that's why you can kind of market at that point like there's stocky cam and then there's like rockefeller slim down whatever you mm. know paid post paid in full cam you know because paid in full was 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 shot oh two prior to it was shot as like come home with come home with me was being made i believe um so like when you see oh boy he had he's you look, look look at how he's look at him on on the screen and paid a full and then look at him in the video for oh boy mm-hmm. he's slimmer in oh boy you know what i'm saying like mm-hmm. he he had already kind of like lost that weight whatever due to whatever you know ibs or whatever it was yeah um but what i'm saying is like on on this album especially you see cam do his signature kind of like quick quick like quick syllable flow that he was known for and early on confessions and all that and actually what was funny was when he first dropped and when rough you know he dropped in the late 90s right mm-hmm. like solo new sound with well, that sound and it was kind of like this like there was a comparison to the bad boy sound because it was the quote-unquote shiny suit era by that point like you know it was post big but 
They weren't really making the same music that Bad Boy was making. Though. Yeah, right, yeah, right, 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 yeah. right. It was sort of, but it wasn't as dark necessarily. The singles weren't as dark as DMX mm-hmm. until I mean until you get to three five seven and then you get to pull it once you get to like the tunnel bangers or yeah. whatever. But like, horse, I mean, and, yeah. horse and carriage is and I like think a confession very sounds different than even something like Harlem World. Yeah. You know, yes. Like, yes. Yeah. Yes. No, Confessions is a darker album for sure than than Harlem World. Oh, by by leaps. Yeah. But like. My point is, um, when he first came out, it was the same time around we were. It was around the same time that we were hearing Rough Riders, and there there was this whole thing of like, yo, Dragon completely big cam, like Dragon is a fake cam, and I I heard the whispers. I, I forget. I feel like they had beef over that. Mm-hmm. Like they had like little words over that, or like some like maybe on a freestyle, a clue freestyle, or something like Cam when I you know said something about Dragon. Um, I never liked Dragon because of that because mm. I was like, oh, he's a biter, he's whack. <laughs> Like, you know, where's X, where the locks, where's Eve? You know what I mean? Everyone else, it's a dub. Um, but on SDE, we see so much experimentation f- from Cam doing, like, from Cam with the various flows that he, and pockets that he tries to hit. Like, on Why No, he's doing this weird, like, that third verse of Why, was it the third verse? The last verse of Why No, where he's like, Why No, da, 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 Why No, da, da, da. Like, he's just, like, asking questions of, the, of the universe basically yeah yeah uh some of them are very why I cop the steel why rob for real yeah yeah, yeah 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 some of them are why they restore the nba yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> some of them are, are valid questions and some of them i would say i would not repeat right i would not i would not ask those questions but um <laughs> but then you have um you know you have that's me you have and then you have something like violence or you have something like whatever which is super playful although that's like a vile song or whatever it's like yeah. uh but he's like super playful on it and it's kind of the vileness like the foulness of it is is uh is sort of like cloaked through the playfulness of the beat and his flow on it and he's just like he cam cam knows how to ride a, a, a beat you know what i'm saying like he knows how to rock like a rhythm and find a pocket and f- kind of like find his way in 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 a soundscape, right? Yeah. So, like, I mean, violence. He's on a track. Okay, first of all, like, Old Dirty wasn't planned to be on that track. Oh wow! I heard Old Dirty did the Ghetto Superstar to them. Like, Old Dirty was in the studio and just bum rushed and just said, "Okay, like, record. Yeah. Like, I'm I'm here. Record, record me." And so that they just like, all right, we just have Old Dirty on the song now. Like, he just bullied his way into the track, right. but. Sounds like something old dirty might do. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And Cam is the most unhinged, at least vocally unhinged, that you'll ever hear him on violence. Yeah. Without a doubt. He's yelling, going crazy. And and also, like, with the pockets and with the styles and with the vocal play, he's also um, he's also sort of, like, matching the matching the subject. You know, he's he's writing to the subject or the topic. A lot through the like through this album, he's doing that. You know what I'm saying? So like, you have the songs that are angry, you have the songs that are stressed, and like, look at the look at the look at the sort of like crescendo from "That's Me," skip whatever, but to "Come Kill Me," then um, "What I Gotta Live For," which is one of my favorites. Mm-hmm. Um, that's like I heard that maybe that was in like my previewing of the album. I'm like, okay, I'm buying this album. Like I heard that joint, I was like, whoa. That beat is crazy still to me to this day. Um, yeah, Digger d- has a lot of really good beats on this album. I mean, it, it's not a it's 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 
you know, the Rockefeller albums have Just Blaze on it and Kanye Beats on it. And Heatmakers and all that. And Heatmakers and all that. And, like, that's all great. But Thing is, does a really good job on SDE, I think. Really, Mm -hmm. very, very unheralded, yeah. Facts, yeah. It's it's Digger and Dame Grease and... I mean, I feel like those are the ones who... Does anyone else on that? I, um, I Un is, is a producer on one. Um, uh, uh, Un is a producer on one, but that's about it. I think I think it's mostly I think it's mostly Digger. Yeah. It's Digger, yeah, yeah. So Digger was the was the producer for Children of the Corn. So Digger rocked with Cam um, after the fact. Mm. And yeah, I mean, I feel like going from all of those songs into violence is this like perfect crescendo of rage you know um or maybe not perfect crescendo but it's a very like obvious sort of like sequencing tactic um and a wise choice in terms of like just painting kind of giving you the full the full scope of that of that track masters did freak that makes sense yeah anyway yeah (laughs) i skip like there's there's the songs i like skip most of the time which are like whatever oh um you know what's crazy uh do it again I found myself going back. I found myself rewinding Do It Again. I've never done that before in re, in like yesterday's re-listening. Because mm. I was like, oh, wow. This is like actually incredibly introspective. Early on, too, because it's, it's track four, I believe. It's like after yes. the intro, that's me, whatever, do it, again, do it again, then come kill me. Yeah. So, With so, 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 Jimmy so. and Destiny's Child. Yeah, Jimmy, Jimmy, young Jim Jones and Destiny's Child yeah. on there. That's what Cam later on pulls out on Jay to be like, oh, we had your girl singing hooks about <laughs> about crack. On uh, what was that joint called? What was that shit called? What the diss track? Yeah, uh, it's not Curtis. It's the other. Obviously, you gotta love Curtis. it, right? You gotta love it yeah. with Max yeah. B on the hook, yeah. right? When he was <laughs> that chanclettas. Can you always got uh, sandals on? Yeah. Oh my gosh, I was dead. I mean, Cam always been funny. That's yeah. like that's a, that's like a standard uptown. Like that's a standard thing anyway. Yeah. You know what I mean? But definitely like a standard uptown brand of like humor that is very very native to that area of yeah. of new york it's also very funny when he <laughs> it's also very funny when he goes i see i see the nigga through the diamond up when the shots was fired <laughs> yeah was yeah, like, yeah he's <laughs> he's crazy um yeah cam has had a lot of like theories we could say that for sure um but yeah yeah this album i feel like also on that first half you you get that like what I was saying before, like you get that stress. Like it sounds like he feels, it sounds like he feels like this is now or never. Mm-hmm. Like Jimmy, I'm gonna get you up out of that. I'm gonna get you up out of five eight five eight. Um, you know, he's apologizing to Duke the God for like um, breaking up this last crew or whatever. Mm. Which, Jimmy's great on this album, by the way. Jimmy's Jimmy's great. Jewels is great. Mm. Jewels is crazy on this album. I mean, he only has he had. I think both of them only have two verses. Uh, Jewels on Double Up is also another reason why I was like, whoa, I got I buy this and I, I was really like curious at that mm. time. It was like two thousand two thousand one when I bought this album, mm. and um, I was just really thirsty for a certain type of uh sound and i guess narrative in a way because i was so i was so tired of like a lot of the underground kind of whatever whatever the heck i was around for for far too long apparently um yeah so i don't know anyway the point is like as a person who loved the underground because you did i I remember we were talking about one time like privately Mm -hmm. um Mm -hmm. you originally like growing up 
there was also there was always a type of like underground versus mainstream dynamic, right? Mm, yeah. Where did Cameron fit into that dynamic? Right. Good question. Um, I feel like because I think a lot of a lot of that is isn't really true. A lot of that's kind of false. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. There's, there were mainstream guys back then who were just as talented rappers as oh, the yeah. underground guys. But nah, and that well, that's the thing too. You come back to it. Like yeah. a lot of I feel like any of us who were saying that before, who was out of youth and ignorance. You know what I'm saying? Like I was a teen in the '90s. You know what I mean? Like I was, I graduated high school in '99. Mm. So put that into 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 the context. You know what I mean? So like. I'm born in 96 for that context. (laughs) You and Amani were. Shout out to my man, Amani. But yeah, like that whole period of your life, you're just trying to figure out, you're just trying to like really define yourself by the things that you pick up. So, you know, you're also very much you're you're like extremely disgusted by whatever you disagree with mm-hmm. it's not even like i disagree with that whatever that can live it's like nah like that's foul like i hate that yeah like there's no room for it's it's black or white you know what i'm saying so like for me i, I may have i definitely have spouted strange th- theories about major label rap or mainstream mainstream quote-unquote mainstream rap or whatever uh versus underground rap mm-hmm. and like some weird superiority thing um but by two by 99 2000 i was looking at looking back i had to go back to certain things and be like what was i talking about or like just be like kind of laugh it off and just be like no like that's silly and yeah. later on you go back to the underground records you were celebrating you're like damn i like this you know what I'm yeah, saying? some yeah. of them not all of them obviously but there's things that transcend but yeah there's a lot of that there's a lot of the uh i think well so to answer your question cam was I think I think we didn't get Cam I think I think we didn't get Cam as un un Diaz era Cam like horse and carriage Cam we didn't care to hear that at all mm. had we heard uh, either 357 or had we heard some of the radio freestyles or the mixtape freestyles we may have had something different to say. I remember when Cam came out. It was Cam and Charlie Baltimore. They were together. Mm. Like there was like a package deal because it's like Undias was promoting them both or whatever, right? And Charlie got a little bit more attention from me and I guess some of the folks I was around uh, because she had that song with Ghostface called um, "Was It Stand Up." It's got the whole. I feel like it's got like some some Lynn Collins sample or whatever in it, but. Um, Anyway, it's a RZA beat too. So, and the video stand was crazy. Up, yep. Yeah, yep. stand up, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, it's got this crazy video, and Ghost is just army green fatigue down. They're all and she's got, got the sunglasses. Yeah, yeah, it's it's super cool, whatever. <laughs> and that this God, know, I love and, Ghost face. and Ghost and yeah, and Ghost at that part at that time. Like you talking about like 98, 99, 99 yeah. Ghost. So that's before clientele, but that's like post forever or mm-hmm. around that same time mm-hmm. like that's that's like prime time goes yeah yeah that's like that's you, where he's yeah you've, you've he's unlocked. like literally the best rapper alive yeah 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 yeah, 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 yeah. you've opened all the boxes mm-hmm. right yeah so um, he's going to west africa he's doing this and that right. yeah. <laughs> exactly so to have that and then you know we were like oh, okay like charlie baltimore she had the ill line about put a razor in your put a put a razor in my mouth and suck it with it and yeah. i was like 
sheesh. <laughs> um, you know, just saying like little stuff. But even that, like even that, Charlie Baltimore saying that was is is sort of like evidence of of that trope in hip hop mm. or that skill set or that sort of like thematic thinking in hip hop where it's like I'm gonna say the most bugged out shit. Yeah. And and kind of you know fuck your head up basically. Yeah. Um, I think the whole commission was trying to do that too. To be honest, right? It's mm-hmm. like that group that they were gonna that big right. was gonna start with un like they were all on that wavelength around that time. Certainly, you know what I mean. Like just you know we're gonna rip your head off with these with these crazy ass bars. You know. Right, 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 right. Yeah. Um. So I don't think we gravitated towards Cam until. Maybe banned from TV through Via Nori, or maybe I don't know. Maybe SDE. You know, mm. I feel like I feel like I appreciated. Let me know the video and sort of like some of the sentiments in it. And, but you know, but it was it was a it was an odd song though. It was just like it's like sampling the NFL theme song, and then there's like a there's like kind of like a humor in the video. There's like a humorous through line in the video like you're getting different folks to to say your hook you're mm-hmm. getting like random people on the street to say your hook you're getting you know jim jim is like yelling out the window from his mom's house or or, or vice versa I don't know, it's weird it's like playful though it's kind of playful um but then he's saying some like dipset I, I think what's really interesting about dipset for me always was that these were obviously the hoodest dudes ever but they're also really weird dudes too well i think i think you'll find that like a lot of in a lot dude, of yeah. yeah but i think that's just like just most hood hood folks like yeah. hood dudes like i mean like you know think about the scenario you know what i mean like scarcity and it, yeah scarcity kinda, breeds it, yeah that kind of breeds that type of like humor and that type of you know just creativity yeah right. absolutely yeah like you, most creative people I knew I went to high school with in the Bronx. You know what I mean? Those right. are the most creative people I knew. Right, right, right. We had to be that way, kind of, you know? Facts. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, so, yeah. But then also within that mix, you know, you have you have trauma. You have other things. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, everyone has some form of that, right? But, like, we're talking about, like, a, a systemic, you yeah. know, sort of like a, a widespread. Every one of the classic albums that we adore have trauma on it. Right, especially around that era. Right, absolutely. You know, yeah, and I, and like that's the thing too. Like, if you get like one of my first, some of the one of the first things I kind of wrote about in in listening, in revisiting this album, I was just like, yo, I feel like I'd have to give like forewarning to to the first time to a first time listener here, like you're you're about to hear something some stuff that you might utterly disgust you you know what i'm saying like things you wish you hadn't heard without like things you 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 wish you would have heard a radio edit of this album in some in some regard and but like if you understand and also if you understood the context like i was going to say like if you understand the context from which it stems you know if you were around at the time or if you just whatever like came up with a with a certain sort of understanding cultural understanding etc cetera, etc cetera. like i feel like you may still very much be disgusted by certain things but like you'll that warning that warning doesn't have as much weight and i mean beyond that like if you can get across if you can get through the foliage that is like the shock and awe material mm-hmm. you'll find this like 
you'll find the vulnerability. You'll find the the you know you'll find that duality. And I mean, it's, it's it's super obvious. Yeah, you'll find those moments where it's like it's more confessional versus you know it's it's not it's not ego. It's not like projecting hurt by being violent. It's more you know it's more kind of looking back looking he's like looking inward on tracks mm-hmm. like sports like the title track sports drugs sports drugs and entertainment losing weight um and great prodigy and, verse and, and do it again yeah and, uh, pff, prodigy murder music era yeah. prodigy come on like yeah that's you know that's the guy who wrote quiet storm mm-hmm. i actually the first episode for this podcast was um return of the mac with andrew barber oh Say so, less. Yeah, 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 yeah. So we're huge fans of Prodigy in this. Uh, <laughs> uh, yes, we are. Yes, we are. Uh, <laughs> I actually found a, a rest in peace Prodigy uh, like wall uh, on a rooftop on the I believe it's this the E or the N the N line coming Ooh. back from Astoria. Yeah. So I was like, I hadn't seen that. I, oh yeah. I, the other day I saw it, I was like, oh snap. But um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Prodigy's that's a whole other. <laughs> yeah. that's a whole other podcast for me you know what i mean like yeah, i could yeah. really yeah get get funky with what that. i like to do um on this pod is ask the guests because part of part of why i started this is i think that there are artists in history who are unheralded and albums are unheralded not only because they were just underrated around that time but also because future artists and future albums kind of took from the style mm. and kind of made it more mainstream and but took from this style so that's why we have guys like rock marciano i'm doing rock marciano for alex that's kind of why because a lot of that has now become way more popularized what about cameron do you think it got more popularized after his peak just his peak yeah not necessarily this album not but. necessarily this album but just around this time and then into into oh boy and and, and into that type of era what about him did people take from well, I think, I think certainly this, the rhyme style. I think the, the way by which he, he would do the couplets, um, and sort of just the way he'd play with imagery. I mean, cause like Cam, Cam will say some shit that makes utter sense. Like you can't miss it. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Um, but also will hit you with, a, a sort of something that's a bit more coded where you had to get the reference. Mm-hmm. You know, or if you understand that slang or that that saying from he that said area, something, he said something on Get Down one time. He said, "That's why I throw some dough to my Cody from Kosovo." Like I was like, "What?" Yeah, <laughs> so, <laughs> I'm not sure. Yeah, I, I mean, but you know, but just that, like, yeah. I could hear Conway saying that. Right, 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 right. You know right, what I mean? Right. Yeah, absolutely. So, and I mean, it's not that Cam made that up, but Cam, I think, inspired. You know, yeah. the you know generations and his and, slang is is just. It's admittable. You know what I mean? It, it, you can't. Yeah, that that type of style. You can't really replicate that, right? You know, I mean, it's, it's it's saying it also with the pizzazz. You know, like mm-hmm. the so called swag or whatever. Like just the charisma that he kind of carries on through with it. Yeah, like even, even him hearing him talk, he has that. Like even oh though, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's yeah. that's from the block though. Yeah. That's like I mean trust. Like that's from the block. All that like you hang out with Duke, you hang out with any of those cats. Like you hang out with anyone from that block. It's like that. You know what I'm saying? Or anyone from, like, I mean, I don't know. Because I know I have history in, in, you know, 
in El Barrio more so than I do in the West West part of West Harlem or whatever. You know what I mean? Whether it be Morningside or Sugar Hill or whatever, whatever. Like, um, so like eleven ninety nine, he shouts out throughout his career or whatever, right? Um, there's a video where he rhymes over G Depp's Child of the Ghetto, and he's like behind. He's at this like like this little spot, this bodega mm-hmm. called that everyone knows as Haji's, which is on first, which is up First Ave, mm-hmm. and um, it's by like one o one o ninth, I believe. Um, but it's like an infamous sandwich spot. Yeah. It's an infamous spot, and he's like manning the grill. You know what I mean? Like, but like rhyming behind the counter type shit, and it's just like everyone like people like there's there's um i don't know the reason why i mentioned that is because everyone everyone says or knows cam as being like mr 145th and broadway or whatever you know Mm -hmm. and it's like cam has like a lot of history and a lot of time on the east side as well you know specifically around that area specifically el barrio specifically 1199 that building on first avenue and um i I feel like i feel like he either like lived there for a second or had family that lived there Mm -hmm. i know you know some other members of of core members of dipset behind the scenes not rappers um are, are in that building you know what i mean i think mace may have lived in that building I'm, i might be bugging on that one but I, I feel like i heard that but anyway like knowing heads from there having done you know been there many times or whatever like that block is just like any other block though like in harlem especially like you you like if you don't have snaps mm-hmm. if you can't crack jokes if you if you don't have style like a certain you know if you don't understand like how to match certain things like clothes and whatever like you you can't you can't rock yeah you know what i'm saying so like that's why we get this utter arrogance from this cat because like he's the epitome of all of that he's like the 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 that's like his you know he's personified he's like harlan personified right yeah that's that like flashy hustler shit so like that's also why you get that like i don't trust women x y and z or whatever like that like problematic narrative that like you know it's this like super arrogant survivalist shit mm-hmm. that kind of plagues the mind of like uh, or is like imparted on certain certain young men in in those in those scenarios you know yeah. what i mean so that's you see all that play out in like vivid vivid color in this on on SDE which is why like which is why it is kind of like I guess yeah, I, I would say it is my it's my favorite. It's the it's one it's the Cam solo album that I've probably spent the most time with in total. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Um, and I don't know what's your favorite what's your favorite track off of it? Like what's your or what's your favorite verse on it? If you have, if you have that, um, I think it might be the last verse of Why No. Just the I like, <laughs> I just I just really enjoy as a rap fan when a rapper has one idea that they have for a verse. And can kind of like continue saying sentences upon sentences upon sentences of that idea. Like, I think that's very wavy, you know, and like like DMX listening listening to the names. Yes, yeah, basically. <laughs> I mean, nah, I'm dead ass. Like, yeah, yeah, that's like DMX listening li- listing names. Yeah, like I, you know, um, or twenty two twos or right. 
Yeah, I mean any any of that style of big, big alabonics, right, uh, right, most deaf mathematics, mm-hmm. et cetera, et cetera. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, I mean, just for me as a listener, when I can hear sentences that just are a matter of fact, it feels like I'm reading literature. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And not that like, not that every rapper has to do that. You know what I mean? Because there's if there's, I mean. I love rap from Chief Keef to, you know, Prodigy. You know what I mean? I, it right. doesn't really matter for me. Same. Gu- Gucci's, you know, in my top 10 as well. As, you Playboy, know what I mean? It doesn't Playboy matter. Cardi or whatever. Yeah, yeah. It, doesn't, it doesn't doesn't matter to me. But as just like a pure fan of the genre, I love when you can you can say a sentence upon a sentence upon a sentence. And I just, it's, I, I also think in a lot of ways too, I didn't, and I didn't put two and two together for some reason, but like Jadakiss is why, right? Like that's mm. kind of... You know what I mean? That type of style as well. And so that's... Wow. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's funny. Yeah. Yeah. I, you know what's funny? I, Wino wasn't a song that I, I like paid... I didn't lean into Wino too much. Um, I'm not sure. I don't know why. I'm not sure. But it could be because it comes between the sequence of like... Of um, Double Up, Losing Weight, and SDE... And then there's what? There's chickens, chickens. Chickens and then Song with Nori is somewhere in there. Yeah, the Song with Nori. The Song with Nori is great too. Oof. Yeah. And that's and that's also Cam doing a weird thing with the flow. Yeah. What? 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 what mm-hmm. No, 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 no. Like yeah. he's just doubling up his words literally. And then you have Kind of the stuff you hear Freddie Gibbs do too. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like, dun, dun, dun. Yeah, you know? like Right, 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 right. Um, True. True. My favorite, my favorite verse uh, one of my favorite Cam verses of all time is on that album. It's um, actually a few of them probably, but where I'm from, mm. like that is the air out of air outs. Like he just rhymes for like two minutes and change, uh, basically. Yeah, and just goes off like with Dutch and Spade from Philly, uh, from Major Figures or whatever, um, who sound great on the song too. Like they they kill it, but they're just like. Their, their verses are so short, and then Cam just comes in and just, like, the the things that he's saying. And also, it's just him getting, like, he's getting so abstract with, like, the imagery, too, or, like, the word. Like, he's using language on that verse that he's doing a thing that you don't expect him to do, really, or you don't know him to do. Like, you know, like, a prodigy to do that, or you know, like, even, like, a ray of ghosts to do that. Like, just kind of like you're pairing words that mm-hmm. seemingly traditionally aren't paired together don't make sense but he's doing that to create a new image or create like a bugged out image in your head like um cotton candy blue gators polished mint you're an astonishment looking for acknowledgement we pour it on him if he a snitch throw water on him yeah any repercussions make sure my seeds bubble if you ain't hear me on clue i said i see double guns double text chickens double sex account hand on money but a double check like yeah. and he and then he just keeps ah it's, it's he comes from it's and, and i think cam it's comes madness. from the freestyle lineage too right that's a fact yeah he comes from that type of freestyle lineage where they use their words for the drums mm. you know what i mean dmx did that no rest in power dmx dmx did that like mm. better than i think anyone honestly just mm. using his words as a sonus using his words as a sound you know he almost didn't need a beat because his words are doom, da doom, da doom, 
do, do. Right. You know what I mean? It's almost, yeah. it's almost a percussion. Right. So, and I think Cameron comes from that lineage as well. Agreed. Yeah. Agreed. Agreed. And also you have X has X, obviously his delivery, his voice, like, yeah, yeah. You can't, you know, yeah. Cam, Cam, I don't think, I think Cam was playing with his voice a lot in this period, but I think mm-hmm. Cam maybe, and this is a theory of mine, Cam may have found his voice or at least found a new voice and settled into it and really leaned into it after the fact. Yeah. It's like the same voice that he's had for the last 20 years. Yeah. You know, or or whatever, 19, 18 years. Whenever Come Home With Me and that pre-Come Home With Me, when he got on The Rock, yeah. he was rhyming over lyrical exercise with Beanie on, this, mm-hmm. on the radio. But um, even, and then especially after that, like by Diplomatic Immunity 1 and, you know, what you hear on Purple Haze, mm-hmm. et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. It's like we've been hearing that cam ever since. Yeah, yeah. And that's like the cam voice. That's the dip set. That's kind of like the dip set voice. If you're not doing Jim, if you're not doing Jewels, you're doing cam. Right. That's where J.R. Ryder gets his style from. You know what I'm saying? Right, like that right. Kind of, that kind of a thing. Right. So, yeah. They used to call J.R. Ryder, like, you know, cam, diet Cameron. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and that type of, and, and I mean, you even hear it on some of his more infamous stuff, like the rap, the rap City Freestyle, right? Been everywhere, came into Rikers. You know what I mean? It's yeah, like very, yeah, yeah. yeah. Right, right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, he's he's aired. Uh, yeah, those yeah. all those those like that's the thing. Like when you see Cam and Freestyle paired together, it's like, oh okay. Like I gotta listen. Like, yeah, yeah, this is worth checking because this is like this is his bag. This is what this is his pocket. That's yeah. why that video where he's outside, just rhyming to his man, being like, "Yo, I got something for you. I got something for you." It's like it was you know it dropped what maybe two years ago. That video where he's just outside and he's just mm-hmm. Says, mm-hmm. that's still like in circulation. People yeah. are like, "Oh, it's the craziest yeah. version." Even it's like, even it's the, what he does. Yeah, even the video where he's rapping at Madison Square Garden too. I don't know if you saw that. I don't think I saw that. There's one. like a dip set like at MSG like for the Knicks type of thing that they did or whatever. Oh and wow, he's killing it. <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like, I've seen that man's a natural born MC. Like, yeah. 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 No, he, that's, <laughs> like, that goes without saying. Like yeah. he's traditionally like an, he yeah. checks all his boxes of a mm. traditional quote unquote, like traditional MC. Yeah. Like I've seen him live. Like he doesn't have a vocal backing track. He doesn't rhyme over his like main vocals or what he like solo on stage presence movement. Mm-hmm. So like he's doing that. And that was in the 2010s when I saw him, when he like started performing again. Saw him like twice. Yeah, he did the same set, fifteen minutes, quick and quick and one shot done. But like, still, yeah, Cam is an MC. Like, you can't. You, I don't think there's anyone that would argue that. But only a, only a buffoon or someone who doesn't understand. Yeah, and doesn't want to understand would argue against that. Yeah, like look at what this guy has done since. You, you could start at Confessions of Fire, but look even you can even go before that. Yeah. Look on the Big L album. Everyone's favorite rapper is Big L. So, like, look on Big L's album then. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Look at the Children of the Corn stuff. Go find that demo. It's all over the place. Yeah. It's all over YouTube. So, yeah, man. Um, and Cam is beloved by everyone. Every region. Yeah. Yeah, I mean. Yeah. Yeah. So. That's a fact. Yeah. Well, yo, man. Uh, yeah. So, SDE by Cameron. Um if you haven't listened to that, go listen to that. Uh, it's been a pleasure, my man. Yeah, it's been an honor. Thank you. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's been fun revisiting, you know what I mean? Yeah. You, you got something you want to plug? or uh, PTP all day. That's all. You know, Purple Tape Pedigree. Check the Bandcamp. Um, check King Vision Ultra. You know, 
there's work out there just things out there but you know just just hey i'm i'm around gang ptp you already know g-e-n-g not g-a-n-g <laughs> stupid fools <laughs> all right <laughs> all right peace beloveds